everyone welcome to 68th episode of snippets i am dr jas resident of shankar netralaya today we have a special guest dr srigan who is an alumnus of shankar netralaya having done his fellowship in pediatric ophthalmology and working as a consultant for 5 years he is a popular teacher and a meticulous surgeon as we are getting ready to celebrate diwali in coming week In today's talk Dr Srigan will enlighten us on the prevention and management of firecracker injuries in children and adults. Welcome sir. Hello friends. I am Dr Srikant, pediatric ophthalmologist currently working at Apollo Hospitals Chennai. I'll be talking to you all about prevention and management of firecracker injuries in children and adults. As we all know, Deepavali is nearing and we are all in the festive mood to celebrate it with our friends and family. we use lamps and firecrackers while celebrating and thus run the risk of suffering from burn injury although anyone is prone to get these injuries children are more at risk and statistical data also suggests the same in the most severe cases fireworks can rupture the globe of the eye cause chemical and thermal burns corneal abrasions and retinal detachments all of which can cause permanent eye damage and vision loss To begin with, I would first want to list a few practical things that can be practiced at home to prevent such eye injuries or burn injuries. Number 1. Never leave kids alone with the firecrackers. This applies for even a very short period of time. Kids should always be around with a parent or a responsible grown-up person while bursting these firecrackers. Number 2. Do not give sparklers or bottle rockets to kids to play with. Sparklers may seem very harmless, but actually they are one of the most common crackers to cause injuries. The temperature at which these sparklers burn is around 2000 degree Fahrenheit, which is hot enough to melt some of the metals. How do we avoid common injuries by modifying the way we use the firecrackers? Here are a few tips. Never lean over the lit fireworks when lighting the fuse. Back up to a safe distance right after lighting them. If you find unexploded fireworks, leave them be. Never try to relight or handle them. It's better to soak them with water or put sand over it and throw them away. Always keep a bucket of water or a garden hose nearby where you are lighting the fireworks. never point or throw the fireworks at any other person light fireworks only one at a time then move away from them as quickly as you can never carry fireworks in a pocket or shoot them off in metal or glass containers always wear a footwear while bursting the firecrackers to avoid foot burns as far as eye injuries are concerned always better to wear a protective eyewear to prevent such eye injuries after the fireworks are done burning douse them with plenty of water before throwing them away to prevent a trash fire respect the safety barriers follow all safety instructions and view the fireworks from a safe distance do not experiment with homemade fireworks parents and caretakers should always closely supervise the teens using these firecrackers bystanders are as much at r- as risk as the ones who are handling the firecrackers themselves so all these protective measures need to be taken by them as well 
only use the fireworks outdoors. Community use of the firework display is better than individual use as it minimizes the risk of such injuries. Also, it's always better to avoid clothing that can easily catch fire like silk or nylon or polyester. So which firecrackers are the most dangerous as far as causing such injuries are concerned? While uh, all firecrackers have the risk and danger associated with them, according to the American Association of Pediatrics, the three most common dangerous fireworks are 1. Sparklers, 2. Aerials like rockets, and 3. Fountains. The sparklers are dangerous because most people assume they are the perfect firework for kids. But they burn very hot and remain hot even after the sparklers stop flying. Hence, it is strongly recommended that the burnt-up sparklers are dropped directly into a bucket of water. Aerials like rockets are great to look at and enjoy, but in fact, they present many hazardous situations that lead to injuries and burns. Aerials should always be secured into the ground in some manner. If they are tipped, the explosives are often launched into a crowd or dry foliage, and when it explodes, it can cause serious damage. The spectators should always maintain a safe distance to reduce the chances of being injured from a malfunctioning aerial. As far as fountains are concerned, about 38% of firecracker injuries are to the face, ears and eyes. Fountains can be dangerous because people tend to stand over them rather than to the side of them when they are lighting them. If the fuse burns faster than we expect, then it shoots up right into your face causing such injuries. Always stand to the side of the fountain and always have one person light them at a time. So how do we treat the burn injuries from fireworks? Practicing firework safety is the first step you should take in order to keep you and your loved ones out of harm's way this festive season. However, it is inevitable for a burn to happen when handling fireworks. So how can you treat accidental burns if someone you care about is injured? The most important thing to do first is make sure that it is clean and dry. In all cases, you should be able to use a mild soap and lukewarm water to clean and sanitize the wound. Using topical ointment like neosporin isn't usually necessary in all situations. Sometimes using it too much can make the wound moist and can delay the healing process to some degree. Most individuals with burns can take an ibuprofen or a painkiller at the recommended dosage as per the physician's advice to manage the pain. So what do you do if your eyes are injured? If someone is injured by fireworks, here are some suggestions. Do not flush an injured eye with water or attempt to put ointment in it. Do not touch or rub the eye vigorously. Don't try to pull out anything jetting out from or anything stuck to the eye. We may never know how deep the object has gone and hence in the process of its removal, we may actually cause more harm than good. Instead, cut out the bottom of a paper cup or apply some eye shield, put it around the eye and seek immediate medical attention. The earlier we reach and start the medical treatment, the better chances we have for saving the eye and the vision. At the hospital, complete assessment of the eye and visual function is done. Any superficial abrasion of cornea, may need topical antibiotic eye drops with artificial tear substitute. Sometimes there can be an internal bleeding of the eye because of which the eye pressure may shoot up. It may require medical or surgical management based on the severity of its involvement. Serious structural damage like retinal detachment may need a surgical intervention after doing the appropriate preliminary investigation. 
Okay then, so what do we do if we get burn injuries in the body? So burns are basically classified as of three degrees, first degree, second degree and third degree. The first degree burns are superficial burns. It leads to a little bit of redness. The second degree burns are partial thickness burns, which go up to the level of the dermis. Whereas the third degree burns are full thickness burns and which need immediate hospitalization. So there are a few things which you can do immediately after getting a first or second degree burn. If the injury is a burn, remove the clothing from the burned area and run cool water, not ice cold water, for about 20 minutes. The cool water reduces the temperature and it prevents the burn wounds to spread deeper. Seek a doctor's help immediately as well and do not delay the treatment. If at all you do develop a blister, do not burst them. Silver nitrate cream or like burnol can be applied over the wound. Analgesics or painkiller like ibuprofen can also be taken. Keep the first aid kit ready when you are bursting such crackers so that in such emergencies it may be useful. There are many instances when people apply toothpaste or colour or ink to the affected area. Please avoid that as it is both toxic and also interferes in assessing the depth of the burn in the hospital. So finally, I will want to wish you all a very happy and safe Deepavali and I would like to finish with that. Thank you all. Thank you sir for this very informative and relevant talk. We wish you all a happy and joyful Diwali. We hope you all have a safe Diwali with your friends and family. Next week, we will be coming with another interesting topic. Till then, take care. Bye-bye.